Hello and welcome to Babelfish. My name is Christina Kern and I'm your host. This podcast tells the life stories of non-believers around the world. And welcome to this interview. Thank you too. And uh, maybe you can present yourself. Yes, I'm called Peter Waswa. I'm a rare by profession. I work with uh, Halea. I'm a humanist. And sometimes I work with Ganlosa at Lego Project. How did you discover that you were an unbeliever? What happened in your childhood or growing up? Yeah, I grew up in a Catholic family. We are eight. So my family is, is it was a Catholic family. We used to go to church. I was once an older boy, so you know that. But when I grew up, I found I was missing something. Yeah. I could see that what they are preaching is not on the ground. It's not what we see in reality. Mm-hmm. So I started changing story by story. Yeah. When I went to university, I started to quit. Mm. So I joined my brother. Yeah. Because for him, he knew better. He was good at making research. So I started copying him. Yeah. Getting more, more, more information. Yeah. Also reading hard. And Kato is your brother. Just yeah. for the listeners to know that Kato is your yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as we are, first we are free thinkers. You could tonight you, when you get some information, save it. Mm. Think about it. Look for solution. Mm. You don't just sit there and worship God and go and do the other things, paying tithes, as my colleague talked about it. Mm. At the expense of others, the, the, the pastor is becoming rich, the reverend is becoming rich, he's driving a big car. So we had to change that. Mm. See? I end up, I end up for leaving the Catholic trend, becoming a humanist. Yeah. Yeah. What work are you involved in in the humanist organization? Yes, I'm their legal officer. Yeah. We have different stories. People come with different issues. For example, there is a lady who came. She's she she was 16 years, and uh, she had a problem that the father, the father, Catholic priest, mm-hmm. had impregnated her. Okay. And the father was disowning the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had to help him write letters to the father. We had to have a meeting with the father so that we can have mm-hmm. a go forward. Okay. Yeah. Now apparently we are helping that that child. She's with us. We have a, a power vocational school. She's in Osaka. That's where that child is right now. That 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 that, that kid. Okay. She's, she's still a minor, but even up to now, the father is has, has totally refused to help her. Okay. Yeah. So you're taking a lot of young mothers in Ye- school? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Helping them? Yeah, helping them, give them advice. We we comfort them. Mm. And there, there, there are many single young mothers? Yes, there are many. Okay. There are many. Yeah. And they don't get any support from the government? They don't get any support. Okay. You know, it's a bit hard. It's quite, it's hard. It's quite hard for them to get support mm. since they are not educated. Yeah. You know, Uganda we are unemployed. People, people, people are unemployed. There's no jobs. 
So some are being underutilized. Yeah. Those who get small small jobs are like being becoming maids. They are underutilized. Oh, that those some of them they are forced to even to run away from their homes, yeah. places where they where where they stay from their parents because they, they become outcasts. Okay. When you get pregnant, you are still young. People reject you. So they all they end up coming to say, coming mm-hmm. to our generation to help for help. Yeah. So we have to get them. We take them to the villages to, yeah. to to where we stay because we have we have a vocational school called the Power Vocational School. Is in Masaka, so we train them. Yeah. Tailoring, how to make cakes and other things. Yeah, I saw that on the Facebook. Facebook, you train them to bake cakes, mm-hmm. cook, yes, uh, different things, so they can get a job. Yeah. Okay. Afterwards, after acquiring all that knowledge, we supported them. Yeah. You know, now that we can get uh, some little money, we give them what we call and that's uh, Supporting that, that they can go out and then start his own business mm. at a small scale. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, what else do you do? Apart from that, me I work with legal aid project mm-hmm. for the Uganda Society. We help people who are who are indigent, people who are poor, who can't afford to get lawyers. When you have cases in court, you can't afford to buy a lawyer. Please come to our office and we help them. Okay. And those people who are very poor. That's so that that's why we got that passion. I got that passion of helping these other mm. young mothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the challenges? Challenges we face. Because for me I'm a humanist. And the place of work, they will never believe in you. Okay. You know they know that for you you don't know God. <laughs> You're antichrist. Yeah. Some of them, even some, uh, I was once transferred. I've been transferred. I've been, been transferred from different stations to other stations. For okay. example, I was transferred from uh, Masindi to Jinja, from Jinja to Kabal. Okay, because you are an unbeliever. Because you are an unbeliever. Okay. When you talk about those things, they don't want to feel, they feel that maybe you are satanic. So they, they think you are evil because you don't believe. Yes, yes. Okay. And also, some of them are not married. I'm not married. Yeah. Maybe they think that we, because I, I fight for LGBTQ, so yeah. they thought about that we are part of, mm-hmm. that I'm part of the people. So that has, uh, so you were involved in the uh, fighting for the LGBT yeah. rights, yeah. and uh, that has had a new, huge impact on your life? Yes. One, uh, even the peer, the peer members, the peer pressure, your peers, people mm. you work with, you move with. They look at you as if you have something wrong to you. Your head, they look like maybe you have something wrong. Yeah. Others, your family members, they push you, get married, you never kid, get married. Yeah. So you are pushed to do yeah. something which you don't want. Mm-hmm. Others, that uh, at workplace, you never get promoted. Mm. So they, they may even the more transfer that you can reject, you can leave the job and go. Mm. So, and in our profession, our side, when you are, when you fight, when you are part of those, that group that fight against LGBT, eh, you, you uh, they tend to, they discriminate you. Yeah. Even the clients, they, they tell them, oh, that guy is a homo. Okay. So, those are the challenges we face. Yeah. There are many challenges, but we persist and we continue to work. Mm. Yeah. So where do you see the uh, the future for the humanist movement? The future is there. 
Kuzi na hapa ile has tried to mobilize he has tried to look for funders mm. he has tried to sensitize people about their rights he has go to radio stations tv stations he has go there to, 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 to the tv stations that he can air out his views and now people sorry but sorry people have tried to they, have start, they are starting to understand to mm. know our fight to know that we are exist and we are there So it's not a, it's not a, it's not an uh, it's not an either thing to steward but we are trying to mm. push out okay. to read the people yeah. that you guys we also there accept us mm. yes man being the kind of person yeah. yeah has there been a change you were saying uh, somehow the change is it is slim yeah it's slim there's an change, change there but it is gradual to come slowly but slowly mm. first our work is to fight against all oh, those, those 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 against being tortured mm. against being rejected we have freedom that we are also there because in Uganda yeah, it is it we have that we, we have we have, have traditions that are very strong the religious and our tradition is very strong mm. people don't believe that human star there they yeah. don't believe that we are there we exist they don't believe it okay yeah so how how do you, can you reach out to uh, other non believers do you think how to find them or they can find you i've like we talked about it we have now we have a platform a platform goes share information and also we have what we call we have meetings hmm In, in a month we have to go one organize meetings we discuss issues we also have been writing books we had magazines humans mm. we had magazines although we no longer have support as you mentioned it before we don't have support we don't have uh, enough money mm. to print to to put on like like the like to, 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 to that people can understand that people can know that yeah. also exists but we are trying we think i think our generation we we shall see change mm. change be there so maybe the social media will be a good platform yes. whatsapp and facebook and yeah. uh, at point we have social we have uh, whatsapp and facebook those yeah our views out mm. And sometimes we write uh, articles that you know uh, people really reject to, to print them out like mm. I told you about in Haria we always go to villages sometimes people about the laws how to make a will how okay. to uh, children's rights land rights because very many people there in the, in, in the village don't know those things they are literate they didn't go to school So mm-hmm. we always go there we we got legal clinic we always go there we sport mm-hmm. and we go we have we talk to the elders we converge uh, in a hall we sit with people and then we, and even we give them books okay so you give legal aid legal aid locally yes yeah. locally we give them books and send them out to write a will how do you write a will 
how do you LLCs happen happen to right now we have LLCs there are laws how do you handle cases slow mm. succession uh, rights for the for the children divorce domestic mm. violence we all tackle okay that people can understand yeah yeah and then they get to know you yes yeah. they get yeah. to know us Because yeah. first, we first introduced we first introduced ourselves that you know first we are humanists, but mm. we are lawyers. We have come here to help you guys, and we are we are here to give you legal, free legal advice, free yeah. legal knowledge about what you don't know. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of literacy, uh, literacy in uh, Uganda as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uganda. People, many people are not educated, deep in the villages. Yeah. Or they are still poor. They can't take their children to school. So we try to, we always try to engage in them. That's why we have a school there to help those who can't afford, who can't have money. They don't have money to go to school. Mm. Yet they would have acquired this knowledge, these skills, the skills of weaving, mm. of telling. So we help them, especially the young mothers. Yeah. And how many young mothers? So far we have like eighty. Mm. Yeah, okay. School, we have like eighty. So yeah. And it's a is it a big issue in Uganda with young single yes, mothers? Yes, it is a big yeah. issue right? because we have we, there is what we call domestic violences. Hmm. Those young mothers, the people, uh, they grow up without uh, parents. Okay. Parents are fighting each other. There's poverty. Hmm. Parents now they're no longer having their obligation to take care of their children. They disappear. They leave the children there alone. Okay. So some end up. Getting into granted, getting into yeah. granted. Others, they they drop out of school. Mm. Most of them become maids, and they are tortured. Mm. So, but the problem is about domestic violence and it's related vices. Okay, and that's also widespread domestic violence uh, in rural areas. Okay, Masaka, those rural areas, the villages. That's yeah. where always find domestic violence. Mm. So there's a huge difference between uh, the cities and the yes. rural areas. Yeah. yeah. Also related to poverty. To poverty. Yeah. People are people are so poor. People are very poor. Yeah. That's why you find out that you have many school dropouts. Because mm. they, they can't even afford, afford, afford to buy a book. Yeah. Some of them they can't afford to buy a pen. To look for to get what to eat. Mm. So parents end up rejecting, give or, or refusing. Or denying their uh, their children rights, their their children rights to for school, medical care, etc. etc. But you have to pay for school, or is it because the children has to work here as well? Here we here we pay for school fees. Okay. Every parents has to pay for the school for school fees until the, the, that child attains the age of eighteen years. Yeah. Here we don't you cannot work because there's no jobs. Mm. Uh, the economy is not all that okay, so. Parents have to pay for school fees until his children or her children attain the age of eighteen years. That's so that's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a challenge. And that's why that's why that's why you see that's why we always help them. Those who are dropped out of the school, especially the younger mothers, because lack of utilities that way. In the next episode, I'll be talking to Viola about how it is to be a young humanist in Uganda. Thanks for listening. You can also follow me on Instagram and on my blog.
If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact me. For now, I'm doing this at my own expense, and I could use some financial support. Thank you.